you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Welcome to Good Morning Football, presented by Old Trapper Beef Jerky. We're live. We're in New York City. It's a Friday. I'm Jamie Erdahl, alongside Kyle Brandt, Peter Schrager, and Jason McCourty. Football, football, football means papers everywhere. Uh, oh, yeah. This is incredible. It's a horn of plenty that we can draw from, and it starts in SoFi Stadium. Let's last go. Night. Let's Los get Angeles. it. Let's get the it. Bills versus the Rams. So much hype. So much lead up. This was a Bills party in the second half, guys. It was ugly early, a little bit sloppy, and then the Bills just said we're the better team. Um, disappointing start to the season, though. Obviously, the vending champs, you have the banner and then lose by three touchdowns. Oh. Let's hear from the principals. Matthew Stafford, three interceptions. Sean McVay after losing his first ever season opener. We definitely um, we can play a whole lot better than that. I know that. You know, as disappointing as tonight is, you never want to start the season away that way. It really doesn't matter if it's the first game, last game, whatever it is. You want to win them all. Didn't accomplish that goal tonight. Didn't play well enough to do it. We weren't ready to go. I take a lot of uh, pride in that, and that's on me. I got to do better. There was a lot of decisions that I made that I felt like didn't put our players in good enough spots. This was a humbling experience, but we're going to stay connected. We're going to all look inward. We're going to do a better job moving forward. Yeah, the banner unveiling, it was great. And then it was quickly not great for the L.A. Rams. Not an ideal start for the defending champs last night. What's our level of concern? Because we've gone high on the Bills, high on the Bills, high on the Bills. But that was a 21-point loss for the L.A. Rams, and that is not good. 
And I wonder if they have the horses to ever keep up with a team like that. Mm-hmm. I watched that game last night. And it's like you know, and no, no insult to some of the players out there, but you know, big, big spots. Ben Skoralnik still at wide receiver as the number two guy. Allen Robinson nowhere to be found. Uh, the interior offensive line just got bullied all all night. The Rams lost by twenty one. I felt like they lost by fifty one at some points, and they were up tied, tied ten to ten at the half. I I just look at the physicality of the Bills last night and what they did to the Rams, and that's what would alarm me because as NFC, you know, the Niners are coming, and the Niners have have those physical boys up front and Trent Williams and and Bosa and like the Packers are are coming and they've got one of the best offensive lines in football and they've got their version of that with Rashawn Gary and and what they've got in the defense like the Bills are not known as this defensive front four that doesn't blitz and just dominates you they dominated them like they had seven sacks they didn't blitz if I'm the Rams, I am concerned because Stafford's not a, a young gazelle out there. I mean, Tariqa was great on the call last night, but even he and Collinsworth were giggling like after a one-yard first down run that Stafford had. Like, hey, Lamar Jackson, <laughs> like if you're banking on Stafford being under duress the entire time, this offense might be going nowhere. Like, I don't know if it's fair to the Bills to say that the Rams, you know, weren't great last night and let's see the Bills do it another team because the Bills were just outstanding. But I have a level for concern and, you know, this is the same team that, as Ian reported earlier today, like Aaron Donald flirted with retirement, McVay considered other opportunities, Stafford didn't play in the preseason, we lost Von Miller. It's not the same team as last year and it's not going to be the same journey. The word that Sean used there in that in that press conference was humbling. I'm humbled here as an analyst because I, I, I thought this would be a closer game than it was and I came on yesterday and was like, slow down here. The Rams are still the champs. Last night, that was a one-sided game, and don't let the score fool you. It was a far greater margin than that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, without a doubt. I mean, you aren't the only one. Everybody was saying this is going to be a great game, down to the wire, three-point game, and it just wasn't that. And I mean, you look at the game. Cooper Cup had an amazing game, had 15 targets, I think 13 receptions, over 100 yards, was magnificent as always. But Odell Beckham wasn't out there, and we talked about the addition of Allen Robinson and the impact that he was going to be able to make for this offense. He had one catch last night. Well, where was he? One catch. You didn't even know he was out there on the field, but he only had two targets. The entire game, two targets. Tyler Higby had 11 targets. So if you're that Rams offense, <laughs> they're going we're to talk about well, Jay. Oh, who are we getting the ball to? Who are our guys going to be? Allen Robinson has to be one of those guys. We have to give him more than just two targets. One that one barely counts. One catch, one catch, on catch targets. One catch, 12 yards for two tar- on two targets. That's it. That's all the Allen Robinson we got. And we talked about this his first time with a really good quarterback and Matthew Stafford. We talked about the elbow. He didn't get a chance to do a lot of preseason work. And it showed. They didn't look sharp on the offensive side. And we saw Odell Beckham kind of looming on the sidelines before the game, during the game, saying hi to all his old friends. They can't wait for him to get healthy, and hopefully he still wants to sign with the Rams because <laughs> Bills, Von Miller's trying to get him there. There's going to be other teams. The Rams, they definitely got to pick it up. You don't want to overreact to week one, but that wasn't pretty. We talked about Allen Robinson for months. Goes really high in fantasy mm-hmm. drafts. Yeah. I mean, you name it. The expectations mm-hmm. were there. I-, I think the Bills are excellent. I think the Bills are a freight train. I think the Rams are going to be okay. You're going to hear me say this a lot over the next several days. Week one is a liar, mm-hmm. meaning that, like, last year the Packers got destroyed week one. Yeah. The Titans got destroyed week one. Too many good players, too many good coaches. Week one, I think, I think it's very strange, especially for teams who don't play guys in the preseason. I think they're stiff. I think it's a little uh, awkward. They had the ceremony and everything, and they played the best team in the league. I don't think the Rams, oh my God, it all fell apart. They went 7-10. I do not. However, I got concerns about Stafford. 
Is he hurt? Because I know he's under duress, and that has nothing to do with his elbow, and he's getting hit a lot. I didn't really see him uncork those lasers. I remember last year when he played his, his uh, debut with the Rams, it was against the Bears, and oh my God, it was just mm -hmm. laser bolts all Sean over. Sean Jackson. Yeah, lasers. remember that? And it was like they were they were just beating the Bears, the beating the brakes off. I didn't see it a lot last year, and he, like the body language is tough. Seven sacks, three picks. Is he healthy? Really? I don't I don't want him at 96. percent Is he 100? percent And I got to do it, guys. We have a feature here in which we measure our Matthew Stafford concern. You know the DEFCON scale about yep. international politics here? Yep. Let's go. Meh, everything is fine. Hold me. Okay. After last night, I'm going to uh, turn two keys at one time. I'm oh. going all the way to dry heaving. Really? Mm. Going to dry heaving. I really am. I didn't really recognize him from last year. I know that he's a pro and it's week one. We'll move on. And I'm telling you the Rams are going to be fine. I like the organization, the staff, and the players. I am worried that he is not healthy. And he's out there, and McVay says he's fine, Stafford says he's fine. Did he look anything like last year? Anything. They faced some really good fronts last year, some really good pass rushes. With due respect to the Bills, I didn't recognize Stafford last night. I don't know if he's all right. And I hope he is, and I hope I'm wrong. And if he is, I'll move the Stafford scale. But right now, if I am a Rams fan hoping for not, not a good season, another Super Bowl ring, I dry heaved a little bit this morning about what I saw last night. I yep. really did. I'm concerned it's valid. about him. It's valid. Sean McVay said he didn't make decisions to put his players in the best positions last night, and I couldn't agree more, especially defensively. Jason, thank you for leaving the secondary open to me. I know it sure. was low-hanging fruit for you, but I'm going to do my best here, and I want you to grade my performance it. after this. Also, in terms of what the defensive coordinator, Raheem Morris, did, a genuine question. I saw this pop up on Twitter a ton, and this implied late in the game. Why were the corners not playing closer to the line of scrimmage as, as the plays went on? I don't understand. He was throwing less than 20-yard pass completions, Josh Allen being he, and they just, they were not coming in. And then on the 53-yard touchdown mm. at the end of the game, Jalen Ramsey, what was happening on that play? It, it made no sense in the decision-making and the reaction for the secondary for the Rams. You had an entire offseason. It just, it, it didn't click and it doesn't make sense as to why this was unfolding the way that it was for the Rams secondary. It, it, I don't know if this is a preseason issue because they didn't play in, in game-like snaps. Mm -hmm. I, I don't understand. Very confusing performance. And listen, everyone is going to click this on and say, wow, look at how we can manipulate them. And until better decisions start being made, and as Sean McVay said, put their guys in better positions, mm -hmm. I don't see this getting any better. NFL Network insider Ian Rappaport, he's been hanging with us all morning, as he always does on a Friday, and he's going to get us going with week one news and some of the latest on injuries to watch for this weekend. Well, let's talk about Dak Prescott, kind of one of the more strange injuries, I would say, of the week. And first of all, most important thing we heard from Dak Prescott yesterday, I promise you I'm great. That is the quote. He is fine, according to him, going to be out there on the field on Sunday. But he came up with a little bit of an ankle injury, but didn't sound like he twisted his ankle or rolled his ankle. Here's the situation as Dak laid out to reporters yesterday. Generally, he practices in Jordan 1s. Last year, he played in 11s. Yesterday, he tried some 11s during practice. They were too tight in his surgically repaired ankle. Did not go well. It is the cleats fault. So he, of course, is gonna go back to ones today and then for the games, I get it. I got some Jordan 4s, military black. I can never figure out when to wear them. My wife says I gotta wear them with joggers. I don't even have joggers. Anyway, I feel you, Dak. He is gonna be on the field Sunday. No issues there. Meanwhile, another injury we have been tracking, J.K. Dobbins, the Baltimore Ravens starting running back, still trying to come back from that torn ACL injury. A pretty significant injury, and he's been in practice doing a lot of individual drills. We'll see if he's able to get out there on Sunday. And, you know, he has been pretty adamant, as we've seen, that he is going to play. His quarterback, Lamar Jackson, said a couple days ago, we'll see in a few weeks where he is. So that sort of indicated maybe he's not going to be out there uh, on the field Sunday. My understanding is 
it would be sort of a long shot for him to be out there, but we will see firmly and finally today when Coach John Harbaugh addresses his status. Uh, I'm Peter, this is Kyle Hello. on the street. We did so many episodes of the offseason talking about like which Jaguars running back is going to be better in fantasy. We finally have football here. Hey, Peter, Kayvon Thibodeau's opted out of combine drills. <laughs> like, okay, we're breaking it's news. football right now. You know how excited we are? We're on the streets of New York. Yeah. There's bikes flying by us. We figured we'd take a stroll. You want to take a walk? Are we good? A little walk in New York? for a stroll. This segment is called Must See TV. We're going to preview our favorite storylines and yep. things to watch this weekend. I'm going to start us off. Uh, Mike McDaniel's been gold for our show this offseason with his press conferences and his quotes. Yep. It's incredible look and style. What's that offense going to look like? I don't know. What is that offense going to look like? I think Mike McDaniel and that Miami offense finally being unveiled week one in Miami against the Patriots is maybe my favorite thing I'm looking forward to because we talk so much about Tyreek and Tua and all these running backs and, mm -hmm. and these horses that they have and what Mike McDaniel's offense is. Now we actually get to see the thing mm -hmm. against Belichick? Mm -hmm. Kyle, that's must-see TV. I think it's going to be very deliberate. I think there's going to be a deep shot on the first series, if not the first play. I think we're just going to address this. We're going to put the defense on notice. I think they go deep really early. What do you got? You know, we're talking about must-see TV. A lot of sitcoms come yeah. to mind. Yeah. There's a matchup this weekend, Peter, that could be a sitcom. I'm talking about in which two roommates named Micah Parsons and Tom Brady are all of a sudden living together. Cowboys, Bucks, Peter. Here we go. Micah Parsons, like 23 years old. City. And if you put it in the context of Brady and the O-line and the time away, is there like a, a, a worse player he could start off week one against than Micah Parsons? Like that is a, a complete pain in Tom Brady's ass, yeah. coming off the edge, hitting. I mean, it has to be, right? I also think, Peter, I'm going to put this out there. People watch the Cowboys this weekend. If you had to pick a young non-quarterback right now who you know is going to be a superstar for the next decade, Justin Jefferson's my first pick, and I go Micah Parsons Michael second. Parsons is amazing. He's amazing. And he goes against the GOAT this weekend, Bucks versus Cowboys. My, my must-see TV show is probably Mad About You with Paul Reiser like and it. Ellen Hunt. You like it? I loved it. Hank Azaria popping in. I saw you as a Veronica's Closet guy. I love Veronica's <laughs> Closet. <laughs> Emily's Reasons Why Not. Hello. Um, here we go. The next one for yeah. me is Cliff versus Mahomes. Everyone's focused on, on Kyler and everyone. But, like, Cliff Kingsbury plucked Patrick Mahomes out of an obscure high school called White House Station in Texas. It was like, you're going to be the starting quarterback of a Texas Tech team that already has Davis Webb and already has Baker Mayfield. Yep. I feel like that one is cool for me because everyone is all in on Chiefs, but, like, does anybody know Mahomes better than Cliff? Does anybody at all? Because <laughs> I'm trying. No, nobody knows Mahomes better than I mean, probably Andy Reid does. Peter. Maybe I got it. <laughs> what do you got? That's what you got? Yeah, I got all right, we, all right, so Peter, all due respect to Patrick. I had a whole like thing about, do it. about Cliff and Mahomes, but I'm dying. Then we do got, it. We've got gentlemen on bikes and Hello, bus, sir. Right? Thumbs up! Sir. New York! I love New York's kinda of going soft, I feel New, like. New York, we need Moranis out here. Yeah, yeah we, somebody <laughs> punch Rick Moranis to let everybody know New York is back. This guy means business. How are you, sir? Good morning. I, and he gave me a wink. Let me recap. New Yorkers had given us a peace sign, a thumbs up, and a non-ironic wink. That guy was like, I got gotcha. you. Someone cleansed the palate with oh, the middle finger. All right, let's walk. Back uh, to work, says Goldman. Peter, um, with all due respect to Patrick Mahomes, can we talk about a real superstar in this yeah, league? Let's yeah. talk about Chauncey Gardner-Johnson yes. of the Philadelphia Eagles. Love so think about it. The all-time agitator in the league going against uh, uh, the, the Detroit Lions who are already fueled up and all this anti-fragile stuff. 
off. There's a potential for great antics here and great agitation. Peter, tell me what, tell the people what I mean by agitator for Gardner Johnson. This guy, Gardner Johnson, in a playoff game, got Javon Wims to punch him in the face and get thrown out of the game. That's in a correct. practice, got Mike Thomas to punch him in the face, get thrown out of practice. He is the all-time agitator. He is the Patrick Beverly of football. Oh. And they're dropping him into Philadelphia? That's this perfect. is like, like, the, the, perfect. The, like the perfect place. Yes. I think Anthony Miller of the Bears is on that all-star team, too, the punch, guys who punched Gardner Johnson. He went face-to-face with Tom Brady, and he'll go face-to-face with Dan Campbell in this one, and I am so completely here for it. That is it, I think, Peter. Do you have anything to add? I'm refreshed about New York. I love this segment. I love you guys. I'll tell you what. All these banks banks are telling all the folks. Another thumbs up. No more work from home. Goldman says get back in. DJ David Solomon is like, everyone get back in the office. Love you guys. We're better for it here downtown New York. New York's back, baby. We're back. Back to working in the office, kids. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all. But I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Good morning, football. All right, time for Mad Minute, presented I- by DraftKings Sportsbook Week One. It's officially kicked off, and it kicked off last night in style. We've got a great slate of games, though, coming up this weekend, specifically on Sunday. We're going to look at five of them. We're going to break them down right now in our Mad Minute. Let's start in Chicago, where the 49ers are coming to town to take on the Bears. What are we looking for in this game? Peter, kick off our minute. I I am so intrigued to see what we get from both quarterbacks, but Mm. Trey Lance specifically. We have picked apart this storyline like a carcass over here, (laughs) and it's basically, are you good or not? Are you good enough? Because the second he slips up, there are going to be questions. Maybe not internally at first, but on the outside. Uh, why don't you just put Jimmy in? I, Trey Lance, I think, needs to have a three-touchdown game, and they have to win comfortably, just to at least put that to rest for mm. now. 
Oh, there are going to be questions. Put Jimmy in. I want to know on the sideline, is Jimmy go a hat guy, a <laughs> visor guy? What's going on? At some point, the camera is going to find him. But I want to see what Roquan Smith is going to do. We haven't mm. talked about him since the holdout in the very beginning. What's he look like now playing for that new contract? It's funny you say that. There's so many stars in this game, so many big names on the 49ers. I think we're going to come away from this game and say, oh, my God, Roquan Smith is incredible. I think that's going to be trouble for Trey Lance. I think it's a great question about Jimmy on the sideline. Whatever doesn't obscure his face, that's mm. what you were, visor back. <laughs> Backwards. Uh, and I'll say this again, uh, nobody picked the Bears for the playoffs. I picked them to win this game. I think this is going to be an upset for the Bears. Let's go. Oh, I love it. Well, the Chiefs head down to the desert to face off Kyler Murray and those Arizona Cardinals. What are you most excited to see in this matchup? Peter, get us started. I think the new Chiefs defense is going to be fun to see. I think Karloftis is an incredible addition. Justin Reed on the back end. And I already named Nick Bolton, the second-year player, as my number two player on my breakout player list. I don't think that the, 40, the Cardinals are going to be at their full arsenal. We already heard about J.J. Watt possibly being injured. Heard about Rondell Moore having an issue. Like, this is a tough matchup for Arizona. Mm. Even at home, I think Casey's going to come out ready to go. Mm. Kyler Murray, this is a pride game for you. This is big stage against Patrick Mahomes. You got paid this offseason. Congratulations. But the things that were said about you as a young quarterback in the face of this franchise, unsavory things about if you prepare for games and how you study and what you how you spend your time, show people what you are worth in this game. Absolutely. I love it. And I'm fascinated to see who Mahomes is going to be throwing to. Just Kel take Kelsey out of it. On those classic 39s, does he go to Juju Smith-Schuster? What role does Marquez Valdez-Scantling play? Like, who does he looking into? Who's he celebrating with? Who's he fist bumping? I want to see the chemistry, and I want to see where he goes. Because that's another thing we've talked about all offseason. Who is going to be Mahomes' guy? We will find out. In the meantime, we have an AFC West showdown. Raiders and Chargers. Again, zero chill from the schedule makers. No warm-up game. North, come on. Immediately <laughs> into the rivalry divisional game. So many things to be intrigued about, Jason. What do you want to pick? Oh, star receivers all over this game. We got Hunter Renfro. We got yeah. Devontae Adams. We got Mike Williams. We got Keenan Allen. How do these secondaries match up with all of these stars? Probably not going to see J.C. Jackson. Who's covering Devontae Adams? I want to see these wide receivers versus these DBs. John Carroll University. What was in the water <laughs> when they got go. everybody to go to that college? Because I have to look down because it's fascinating. The names are coming here. Josh McDaniels, we do. Dave Ziegler, Brandon Staley, and Tom Telesco. The pride of John Carroll University is the John Carroll University Bowl, and we're going to find a presenting sponsor for them. This is it. This is the game for that. I, you know, I, I'm really curious to see what the Raiders look like on, on defense. Like Everyone's talking about their offense. Patrick Graham comes over from the Giants. He was with the Patriots, obviously, for years as a you know, defensive coach, and he comes in there. Are they solidified on defense yet? Are they there? Are they the team that's going to stop them? Because this Chargers offense is going to put up 30 points. Can they stop them? Can they make it happen? Because it's going to be defense that wins this game. Mm -hmm. All right. Next, Peter, what's up? Divisional matchups keep coming. Yes. yes. Okay. Packers and Vikings. Don Fox, it's the afternoon game, like premier matchup. Pack Vikings, we've broken down this division play quite a bit. What do you mm -hmm. guys Oh, we heard Aaron Rodgers talk about, oh, Minnesota always thinks it's their year. But since he's been there, it hasn't been. I want to know after the game, is Kirk Cousins going to look at that camera, walking into the locker room and say, you like that? You like that? That's what I want to see. <laughs> I, I just, I need them, I need the Vikings to play like the Bills did last night. It's just convincingly, in a convincing fashion, because you got a lot riding on this season. And Aaron Rodgers just heard all that noise all week long, and he's like, that's cute that people think that's going to happen. So you need to make a statement here. You need to kick things off the right way in 2022, and they can do it on the backs of their running backs and their wide receivers. Such an excellent, powerful group for them. I want the world to never forget that when Kirk Cousins became a Viking, he attempted to trademark the phrase, you Vike that, and put it on a t-shirt. <laughs> 
did not that know that. That is why I love you, Kirk Cousins. <laughs> I want to see the difference that the head coach makes for Minnesota Vikings. I've talked about it. I've heard all kinds of things that the Kevin O'Connell thing is going to be different from Mike Zimmer. There's going to be an invigoration and fresh air, and we're going to Jefferson here and downfield here. Let's see it. Because I don't care who's playing wide receiver for the Packers. Aaron Rodgers is going to deal. I need a new offense and a new breath of energy from mm-hmm, those Vikings. Mm-hmm. Sunday Night Football is going to bring us a treat. Buccaneers taking on the Dallas Cowboys in Dallas. What are we looking for in that game? Peter. Brady's going to be the headline. But like, I'm looking at Dallas's offensive line here. It's not as sexy as necessarily Brady or Micah or even Dak Prescott. And his, but like the, the Cowboys offensive line, I was joking, like, could we suit up on Sunday? Like, is it that, that bad? That's the way people are talking about this thing since Tyron Smith went down. The rookie Tyler Smith's going to have a big, big assignment. I, look, if this is going to be Devin White and Shaq Barrett and the boys mm. coming all day, it's going to be a long day for Dak. Mm. Yeah, two offensive lines that we've talked about all throughout the preseason. But I want to see Tom Brady. It's been a heck of a, pre, a preseason, offseason, oh, yes. whatever you want to call it. Retired, unretired, 11-day all. I want to see the GOAT go out there and see what it's going to look like week one versus the Cowboys. There's a feeling this morning of how the hell did we let the Buffalo Bills get Von Miller? Why did we do that? I want to see if it's how the hell did we let Tom Brady get Julio Jones. Mm, I want to see if Julio is Julio. Did you notice he went back to a single-digit number? I think he's number eight. It feels better to me. It feels more like Julio. Is he going to just show up and make big plays like all of a sudden Randy Moss is on the Patriots and he's amazing again with Tom Brady? I want to watch Julio in that one. But we have all kinds of things to look at. Oh, it's incredible. Uh, In the meantime, one of our best friends is coming by. This is a very handsome, very successful, big famous guy on CBS (laughs) Mornings. And yet... I happen to know for a fact he will still knock back six drinks at a Ruby Tuesdays in New Jersey, and that's why we love him. Nate Burleson, get in here, buddy. Come on. How are you? How you feeling, my What's man? What's up, baby? <laughs> I'm good. Hey, yo, that mad minute was really good. It was furious. It was indignant. It was nasty. I like it. <laughs> Nate notoriously would go 56 seconds of the Mad Minute and then just leave us with scraps to talk about and then say, I say all that to say this. And Peter will throw a pen, and that's why we love you, and that's why we miss you, Nate. we got to get into the ball, though. Here's Last Peter. night's game. I know how this works, Nate. Your mentions light up and explode the second any wide receiver drags those beautiful toes in front of that line, and Cooper Cup was brilliant last night in that sense. Take us away with the Cooper Cup code drag swag, Nate. Go ahead. How about that? The cup still runneth over the back of the... The end zone, Cooper Cup with that nasty catch in the back of the end zone. That was nice. Now, here's the thing. This was a beautiful throw, a beautiful catch. You know what's crazy? I ran this route for Matt Stafford, so I knew exactly what the play was. As soon as I saw Cooper Cup inside release, then he gets on the safety's toes. Poyer is a beast, but obviously Cooper Cup got to the edge. And Matt Stafford, he was throwing into that bucket. You know how we watch practice and the quarterback store right into that garbage can in the back pylon? That's what that play was. But as we saw in the game, it was just not enough. You guys said it. I'm going to say it again. The Bills look good. Josh Allen wasn't perfect, but this was this was knocking off the rust versus Super Bowler bust. I know it's week one, and we're not going to overreact on this Friday, but the Bills look good. They looked really good. Nate, I didn't know we could play Mad Minute that way. That's a game plan that oh, I'm going to yeah. have to take up 58 seconds <laughs> on Bears 49ers for me next time. Um, as you know, this week is prediction week. And, man, what a lesson that Jason yeah. and I learned at the breakfast table. That is his intensity to uh, times 10. Um, and we oh, gave yeah. all of our oh, predictions yeah. for the oh, season, yeah. including MVP. So who did you pre- predict will win the NFL MVP in 2022? Now, th- this isn't recency bias. I-, I-, I got these questions in earlier in the week. I sent them back in to my mm-hmm. guy, Matt Hamilton. I- I'm going with Josh Allen. And-, and here's the thing. Last night was a confirmation that he wasn't perfect, but if he just fine-tunes the little things, 
He's going to be a beast all season long. We know that he can throw the ball. He's been improving in that space throughout his career. But his ability to run with the rock, like that's what gets us all excited, right? And I'm not talking fantasy, but if you're talking about stacking up numbers on numbers, passing the ball and then putting the ball in his hands as a running back quarterback, he's going to put up numbers that will make us all drool all season long. So I'm going with Josh Allen. It's about time that they put it all together, and Josh Allen will finally get crowned the MVP this season. Man, I love it. But I love that T-shirt, too, the Walter Payton. It just it looks so good on you, Nate. And the one thing we do know, the guy that wins the MVP mm-hmm. is sometimes hard to win the Super Bowl as well. So, Nate, who yeah, do you have yeah, in the Super yeah, yeah. Bowl and who's taking it? Hey, first of all, I must say, man, you look good, man. That chocolate milk dud and that, and that beautiful old cocoa butter skin. <laughs> I, I see you doing your thing, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I thought that I, I was I need those marketing. No that was the chocolate cocoa wonder. Butter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a it, All right, uh, so, all right. <laughs> yeah, Kyle's like, I'm going to stay away from that one. Okay, so the, the Super Bowl. It's tough. It's, it's, it's tough for um, the MVP to win the Super Bowl, and this isn't a knock against the Bills, but do they have what it takes? Like, like, do they have what it takes to win a Super Bowl? We've seen it time and time again, and we hate bringing up the Bills from the past, going to back-to-back-to-back Super Bowls and then losing back-to-back-to-back times. This might be another year of that. So for me, my Super Bowl prediction, and this is a wild card. You know what I mean? This is what we do here on GMFB. I'm going with the Broncos. Russell Wilson. This isn't history repeating itself. Wow. Oh man, this is this is a this is a quarterback going to the Broncos and 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 redefining his career like Peyton Manning. This is deeper than that. I guess that's a part of it, but it's also the pedigree that Russell Wilson is, which means he's a winner, right? We know that he's going to be in the playoffs. He also has what he needs on offense and defense. Um, but I feel like there's this there's this this underlining layer of drama that Russell Wilson has never dealt with. I'm not talking about the MVP. He's never won. And I'm talking about the, I don't want to use the word smear because it seems a little bit salacious, but it's the campaign that everybody's saying he was going to get traded in Seattle. He didn't want to be in Seattle. He wasn't loyal to the soil. I think Russell Wilson is more motivated now than ever before. I get it. I get it. The AFC West is loaded. But Russell Wilson, he rises to the occasion. Um, So I feel like the Broncos will be Super Bowl champions this year. Respect, Nate. Respect. We love when people come on our show and take a shot, and it's so great you to see take you a pick swing, the Broncos right? team. Of course. It's great. You separate yourself, and when they actually yeah. do make that run, it's great. And if they don't, you just say, oh, it never happened. Um, here's how it goes. <laughs> we know how this week is for football fans, but it's also a big week for tennis fans. The U.S. Open right here in our backyard. Yeah. I know you and your daughter love to play tennis, and I know that you decided yeah. to help out Serena Williams. What are you doing, Nate? <laughs> Take us through this tutorial, Nate Burleson, the next great <laughs> tennis superstar. Well, one, I almost pulled my hamstring in my living room. Um, I, was, I was pulling for <laughs> Serena just like everybody else was. I will say this, you know, Serena, she fell a little short to have this magical ending to her career. Um, but if we mention greats, I'm talking about after Jordan, after Ali, I don't care who you mention in that top five, you better put Serena in there. And I'm, I'm talking about athletes. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking about women athletes. I'm talking about freaking athletes. Serena Williams, what she has mm-hmm. done in her career, that's one thing. And watch what she does the next 20 years. You better put some respect mm-hmm. on her name. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, Nate. And I got to say, it's kind of cool to see you back in your home cam with a robot and a T-shirt. I'm taking you back. It's 2020. And we're just tossing around talking about Tyler Eifert signing with the Jaguars in free agency. <laughs> and we're doing our show. That's see you, awesome. Nate. Bye, Nate. You go into your shower feeling tired. 
But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all. But I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not guarding like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because they didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Time for Will Selva out on the West Coast. Will, what is the feel in Southern California this morning? Well, all I can say is from what I've uh, heard and read is a feeling of eh, it's only one game, but it was not a very mm. good showing for the Rams, the Super Bowl champs. Mm. So uh, they will obviously have to do much better. And as Kyle was saying, let's not panic just yet. It's one game. Mm. They'll mm-hmm. get things worked out. Maybe a little bit of panic there, though, for Matthew Stafford. Either way, mm. no panic in New Orleans, at least not when it comes to their offensive line. The Saints were hoping to lock up their center, Eric McCoy, mm. to a long-term deal. And there... Mission accomplished. NFL Network insider Mike Garofalo reporting it is a five-year deal worth $63.75 million for McCoy. More from the Crescent City for you. As wide receiver Michael Thomas was limited in practice Thursday as he is battling a hamstring injury. Thomas's last healthy season was 2019 when he led the NFL with 1,725 receiving yards. And he says he's trying to top that this season. In Philly, Eagles players, including Jordan Maialata, friend of the show, along with leveling the playing field, recently helping unload equipment donations that will go to help expand access and equity within youth sports and recreation programs in under-resourced communities. Back on the field, the Chiefs. Redamp receiving core will be countered on to pick up the void left by the departure of Tyree Kill. While Patrick Mahomes may not have that go-to target, he thinks they have plenty of guys to pick up the slack 
and to keep fantasy owners guessing. Yeah, I think it's like a different player every single game that has the big game. It's not going to be just necessarily Tyreek and Travis every single week where it's like one or the other is having a big game or both. It's going to be every single week it's going to be someone different. So I'm sorry to all you fantasy football uh, guys, but it's going to be it's going to come from everywhere. So you're going to have to kind of choose the right guy every week. No, no, don't do that. If you're a fantasy owner, you're freaking. You want your guy. You want Travis Kelsey to get the targets. But either way, how about Patrick Mahomes? Just, eh, I decide. I'm the captain. I decide who gets what. <laughs> I like it. I mean, he has the power, and he gets to wield it however he well pleases. All right, Will Selva, thank you so much. We are in the break room, and I want to welcome you to the very last Good Morning Football segment ever. <laughs> this is the last segment we will ever do. So it's been a great run. <laughs> Love you, and here's why. When you do sports TV, you are legally required to do a game pick segment. You have to do it. In years oh. past, we called it all kinds of different things. But guess what we're calling it this time? We're calling it Pickle Picks. Pickle Picks! Because the word pickle has the word pick in it, and so because of that, I would like to formally introduce you to our human pickle, uh, Rise and Brine, for the one and only, oh my oh, God, no, Phil that? Pickle. Phil is here, and he's gonna hand us a card <laughs> with a week one matchup on it, and then we'll make a pick because it's a pickle. Guys, uh, Peter, help me. What do you, somebody do something. You, know, you win the Emmy. You win the Emmy with journalism and with, yes. with insightful takes, and then the next season, our first week, we have Pickle Phil! Pickle. Um, Pickle Phil, I'll just... Oh, Peter, you go first. Yeah, I'll it, say, okay. we had a really great brainstorming meeting with tons of great ideas for this segment, and Pickle Picks was probably the, the, best. the best one yeah. that came out of it. What do you got, Peter? Jaguars, Washington. Yeah, I don't know yeah. why Washington's favorite in this game. If, if I look at it, Washington, uh, on paper, is the underdog. Jacksonville, they're going to come out. Doug Peterson, I like them. Phil, come over here one more time. Yeah. Here's the cards. Thank you, Peter. Give another one. What do I have? Hey, he yeah, started yeah, with yeah. the best game of the week, so All right, let's, let's go. go. Give us another one. Yeah. Washington, yeah, Jacksonville. My Pickle Pick. Oh, wow. New England and mm. Miami. Play for both teams. The game is in South Florida. I am going with Tua Man and the Miami Over your brother. Oh. Yes, sorry, Dev. You talked a lot of trash when I was on bad teams. Mm. Patriots going down. All right, mm. here we go. I got, what is it, the Deuce Staley Bowl? Yes. Eagles-Lions. I'm going to go with those Philadelphia Eagles. I think they're going to be quite the nice surprise in the NFC. Uh, fly, Eagles, fly. And I think that's a Gherkin-style pick yeah. right there. No, I was excited. I can see it. Pickle application. We clearly just took a Gumby costume and cut the hole in it. Like that, that's, not, that's not a pickle. Yeah. This says Raiders versus Chargers. Pickle picks week one. What is it? What, what is the university again? John, John Carroll. John Carroll Invitational. Listen, uh, the Chargers, I think, will win the game. I think that Justin Herbert is really good. How are you feeling oh, there, buddy? No, he's not allowed to speak. Yeah. Don't break character. <laughs> Pickles don't talk. Pickles don't talk. This segment brought to you by Dr. Freud. <laughs> See you later. He's got his sad card. I got his sad card. Enjoy the way. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids, Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. 
Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.